Keenan sees an opening, drives, throws it up again, and Robinson with the flush. Randall crossover goes right at Drummond and throws it down with a foul. Julius Randall with force and a chance for a three-point play. Here comes Knox, ah! and Barrett slams it home. Uh -huh. Quickly left open, tries another three. Bang! Emmanuel quickly from downtown, and it's a five-point game. 20 points off the bench. Well, well, well. Would you look at that. The Knicks win 140-121 to 121 over the Sacramento Kings tonight. And just an all-around really, really good game from all the players that you want to see have good games. R.J. Barrett, only 25 minutes tonight, but he definitely played well, hit his three-pointers. Uh, Julius Randle, what, what more can you say about the guy? 21-14-4 on 18 shots. Um, just really, really, really good basketball by the Knicks tonight. And, you know, I, I talked about it on, on the intro episode. The Knicks can play good offensive basketball when they have another shooting threat on the court. And when you take out Alfred Payton and you put in Derrick Rose, who even though he's not an elite shooter by any stretch of the imagination, you know, he can really um, just hit a jumper. He's not a non-shooter. And the way that opens up the game for Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett, it's great. Uh, you know, Emmanuel quickly tonight, I mean, <laughs> how have I not even spoke about him? 25 points on seven shots. This guy, he's incredible. I've never seen a player like this on the Knicks in my life. He can just get to the line whenever he wants. The jumper is so real. He just commands so much respect from the defense with his shooting. And, you know, when you pull pull a defense in one way and you have another guy like Alec Burks who can just hit down the open shots, it, it, it creates really good offense. And, you know, I can't remember more than seven or eight possessions tonight where the Knicks didn't get a, a quality shot. Offense, uh, you know, people have said Tibbs isn't really that good of an offensive coach. But, you know, if you look back to his teams in Minnesota, you know, that team that, uh, was on pace to be a top four seed in the West before Jimmy Butler got hurt. They were a top ten offensive team, even even con including the Jimmy injury. So you look at that. You look at Frank Nilakina tonight. Three steals, two assists. I mean, what more can you really say about him? Just an amazing role player. Knows where to be on defense. Uh, spaces the floor on offense. Is not a non-shooter. And you know he's shooting fifty percent from three on the year. I know the volume's not where you want it to be right now, but that's because he hasn't gotten consistent minutes in the rotation. And, you know, he's just such a winning player. He always rotates on time. I remember a possession tonight, uh, quickly got beat into the rim, and Frank rotates, contests the layup, and he has to, the, the guy who drove has to kick it out and quickly runs out to the corner and, and contests the three-pointer. So, you know, just there's all a bunch of little things like that where Frank just cleans up for someone else's mistakes on defense. He just raises the ceiling of the team when he's on the court. The Knicks are a better basketball team when Frank Nilakina plays basketball. I don't know how you can disagree with that. You know, you look over his tenure as a Nick for years. I mean, years now. He has been the lone constant, and whenever the Knicks have had a positive lineup on the court. You just look at the on-off stats. You look at the net rating. Frank is just a winning basketball player. And this year... When the Knicks play Frank Nilakina more than 15 minutes, they're 3-0. and 
When they don't, they're 12 and 17. So he's just a winner. There's no other way to put it. And he deserves consistent rotation minutes. And you see what the Knicks look like, a normal NBA offense, when Alfred Payton isn't on the court. It's just so easy to see. So I really hope Tibbs realizes this, takes Alfred completely out of the rotation, and just lets our best players play basketball. The offense just flows so much better when Alfred's not involved. You know, we, we had scored the most points we have all year this tonight. And, you know, granted, the Sacramento Kings are not a very good team, especially on defense. Marvin Bagley, the number two overall pick in, in the 2018 draft, he has definitely not lived up to the billing. And tonight he had some really embarrassing possessions on that end, but you can only beat what's in front of you. And the Knicks really played well on offense tonight. They got really good shots. So that's really all you wanted to see from the Knicks this game. Um, something else I definitely wanted to talk about was how Alec Burks just completely killed in the fourth quarter. At three after three after three, he was just smacking them all over the Kings. And, you know, this guy, he's been a streaky shooter throughout his career. But, you know, when he has it firing like tonight, it really helps the Knicks. So I understand the rationale behind trading him at the deadline, but I definitely prefer him over a guy like Reggie Bullock, who I know has some decent defense and occasionally knocks down the shot, but a guy with more shot creation, a guy who spaces the floor um, like Alec Burks is just more beneficial to the Knicks, in my opinion, than Reggie Bullock. You know, Frank also, in addition, I think he should be getting more minutes than Reggie Bullock. Tonight was just a really, really good game for the Knicks, and I, I hope it continues. You know, there's just so much room to grow for this team when Alfred Payton isn't on the court. Mitchell Robinson's still not healthy yet, and we have a really easy stretch coming up. You know, you look at the schedule for the Knicks, and it really isn't that difficult from here. Uh, we've got the Pacers next, the Pistons, then the Spurs, and those are three really winnable games. So we got to push on with this momentum um, and just win as many games as possible because we know since the schedule released earlier this week for the second half of the season, it's not going to be as easy. So we really got to pick up these wins. You know, we play the Pistons twice. We can't lose those games. The Eastern, the Eastern Conference standings are really, really tight right now, and we can't afford to give up ground uh, against mediocre teams when we're going to have a really tough schedule the second half of the year. So I think the question for this Knicks team is if they can, you know, build off of this game, use it to continue and build a win streak, get to uh what, twenty and seventeen, get to twenty and seventeen by the break, and just build from there. Hopefully they get Mitch back healthy soon. I think there's a lot of good things that can happen with this season and this team, especially if we get a good matchup in the playoffs in round one. And, you know, it's not a lot of guys in the league that want to face Tibbs in, in a winner-take-all scenario with more fans involved, all that stuff. So I think the Knicks are in a really good spot right now. They just got to continue with this, this play style. And it's a lot easier when Alfred Payton's not playing basketball for things like this to happen. Because the basketball the Knicks played tonight made sense. 
it all made sense. It was very logical. You know, we we won this game by getting great shots. And you get great shots with more spacing. And Alfred Payton does not provide more spacing to a lineup. He provides less spacing. And I'm sorry, if you're a guard and you don't have a jump shot in 2021 in the modern NBA, you can't be playing 30 minutes a night for a team. It's just not going to result in good basketball. And we've seen that play out through the season with Alfred. So, you know, Tibbs, he really, really likes playing him, and that has to change. And as long as that changes, this team's going to go pretty far. You know, I really I really like the defensive identity of this team. I really like how the rookies are playing. You know, Obi only had two points tonight, but he definitely didn't play a bad game. He wasn't lost on defense other than, you know, a couple times he, where he got pushed around on the glass, and that's fine. He's a rookie. He's going to add more to his body. You know, we're, we're well on the way. Uh, Tibbs, another thing I'd want from him is to get Obi going more towards the rim in the pick and roll. Right now, the Knicks like to run this set where they set two screens for the guard, and Obi's usually at the four, and the five is usually the one that rolls to the rim for the lob. That is fine, I guess, for now. But if you really want to maximize Obi's offensive output, you got to get him going towards the rim because he's a really good play finisher. So, yeah, uh, that's really all I got. Appreciate you guys for tuning in for another episode, Knicks After Dark, uh, on the Split Action Podcast. And that's all I got. Milikina sees an opening, drives, throws it up again, and Robinson with the flush. Randall crossover goes right at Drummond and throws it down with a foul. Julius Randall with force and a chance for a three-point play. Here comes Knox. Ah! And Barrett slams it home. Uh-huh. Quickly left open, tries another three. Bang! Emmanuel quickly from downtown, and it's a five-point game. 20 points off the bench.